gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. People dying, kill me in the packing house. Even you have goal, 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 goal. If I didn't know uh, what subject we were podcasting about today, Mr. Colkin, I'd be very afraid right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm afraid of myself every day. What up, man? Welcome to Bunny Ears. I am uh, Matt Cohen, joined by your illustrious host. Your name this week? Oh, uh, I am. I am. Let's see, Devin Sawa Jr. the Third Esquire. Junior the third. Wow, man, he's prolific. Yeah, right? that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That means he gets around. That means he, him and his wife, him and his beautiful wife, mm-hmm. have beautiful children, and you're like the eighth generation offspring of them. Yeah, exactly. What is this fucking podcast anymore, folks? Yeah. Who yeah. knows? Cousin lovers. Sports. Sports. Sports ball. We're gonna talk about sports. 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 Nailed it. <laughs> and that's it. Thank you, guys. All right. Cool. Goodbye. Great episode. Great up. All right. Cool. So. Uh, you want to get a hamburger or something like that? I would, I would love, I would love a burger made of ham. Ooh. I hate those beef. I, but I hate those hamburgers that pretend to be hamburgers, but are made of beef instead. You're right. I want like an old school hamburger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you oh wait a minute. Oh wait, it's still. Oh hey, sports, oh. sports, sports, sports. Badminton. Badminton. You know what that thing in badminton is called? The uh, shot. The, the I almost gave it away. Shuttlecock. Oh, <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah, you blew it. You blew it. I remember finding that out in like uh, I don't know fourth or fifth grade, and you thought it was the most hilarious thing. Oh you'd god, ever heard. it changed our lives. Every, we would like force the uh, the teacher to say it and shit. Remember uh, um, one of the co-hosts, former uh, NFL player, Hall of Famer, Dick Buckus. One of our co-hosts? Oh no, no, no. no. Yeah, co-host Dick- of uh, of uh, American Gladiators. <laughs> Was he really? Yeah. Dick Buckus. Do you know that's so great you mentioned that? Because today I spoke to my mom. and I thought it was the most hilarious thing ever. It's great. For a year now, I've been like, my parents know a guy with a funny fucking name, but I can't remember what it was. So I was like, mom, you know a guy named like Dick Shit or like Cock Dick or something, right? And she was like, oh no, it's that guy who lives in the building. His name is Richard Seaman, but he goes by Dick. So my parents Dick know a guy Seaman. named Dick Seaman. Yeah, all right. All and right, like proudly right. proclaims it. That's a good one, right? <laughs> Dick Seaman. We're talking about sports. Um, <laughs> Back to sports. Uh, we, we we almost did a sports episode once, but it was na- it was naysayed by editor-in-chief of BunnyEars.com, Shanti Pasquale. Well, because he's not an athletic kind of type. Why don't we even think it's that he's not athletic? He'd, he'd never watched professional sports well, as a kid there you like, go yeah he doesn't know the rules of football even well exactly he's non-athletic and also was not a fan yeah you fucking yeah. spaz yeah he loves musical theater and he's great at it and he does a great job on the website so really? shout out can, to can, he, can, can he sing uh, I don't know if he can sing, but he loves musical theater. Okay, well, there you go. That's the difference. Yeah. Um, while I wouldn't say I'm like a jock by any means, and also I haven't watched like a professional sporting event other than the World Cup this year, selective matches, I'll watch the Olympics, it, since I was like a teenager. But growing up, at least, like I, I loved fucking sports. Before I found weed, like I was like a normal white American kid. Because you're a Long Island kid and you played Football and lacrosse, you? and we had season tickets to the Mets and the Islanders. I was about to say the Islanders. Yeah. yeah. So and and we were in Nick games all the time. So like I I was I was a um, uh, if you open certain closets in this house or like even notice we among the like. Gremlins 2 posters and Ninja Turtle things, there will be selective Green Bay Packers memorabilia. You were a Packers fan. I was a fucking huge Packers fan. Yeah. What was it? Ninety uh, six. Um. Yeah. It was when so, they won. It, it well, it was it was Favre's like second season on the Packers. 
Oh, so that's a little earlier. A little that. earlier, because I followed them. Because 96, they won the whole thing. Oh, Reggie yeah, yeah. White and Andre Rice. I was definitely watching. Desmond like, Howard. I'd say 96 through 98 were my like active years as a fan. Because then they lost to the Broncos, I think, in the Super Bowl the mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. And then they lost the NFC Championship game to the F- Niners, I think. Falcons. I think it was the Niners, because I think Terrell Owens did that like no, Fal- miracle. Fal- Falcons beat them the, the, the next oh, okay. year. Yes, that's but regardless, uh, I, for some reason, like this little kid in Long Island, I was a huge fucking Packers fan. Mm-hmm. Like, like I bled green and uh, gold or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had, um, I was, I owned stock in the Packers. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you do you have it like framed? I don't. I don't anymore. Unfortunately, I have a lot of like anymore. But you did. I did totally. If you go into my laundry room, I have a game worn framed uh, Brett Favre jersey that I got from my bar mitzvah. And it's in your laundry room? Yeah, because who were because I'm it's too dirty. Embarrassed. I'm also embarrassed to display sports stuff. Weirdly enough. I know. There is a picture around here. I've seen you like with like yeah, your jersey on. Jersey. Yeah, your football jersey. Yeah, what, what position did you play? I uh, I played both sides of the line. Oh, look at you! Uh, I was an offensive guard and a middle linebacker. Wait, you played the line? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And really? I was not big. I know. That's why I'm kind of smiling. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't grow them big in uh, So the other great thing, dude, is um, we so I played football for three years in school we lost every game we ever played and nice. we never scored a point nice in the three years we played we were the worst football team in the that's world. fantastic and we were all like shrimpy little jewish kids and they would like we would scrimmage against these towns from out in suffolk where like dudes would come in with full-out mustaches <laughs> yeah yeah like a 14 year old with a mustache yeah, and we'd start <laughs> fucking shaking you know what i mean yeah, they were yeah. all over like six feet tall and stuff so we sucked at football, but we were uh, we were great at lacrosse. You grew up in the city, yeah. I was a I was a Manhattanite, not not far from uh, the world's most famous garden. Oh, yes, the uh, Madison Square. Oh yeah, the, the Madison Square Garden. Uh, <laughs> did you go to a lot of like sporting events as a kid? Uh, I was a big basketball fan. I've talked about that before. Uh, did so you yes. go to Nick games? Yeah, I did uh, a good amount. Uh, and Especially back then, I was able to procure uh, some nice. I was going to ask, did you get to sit courtside a lot? Yeah, I've sat like, you know, two seats over from, you know, Spike Lee. Sure. Like those courtside kind of things. I remember looking to my left and there's there's Spike Lee. And then, you know, two seats over to my right is Magic Johnson. I'm like, oh, look, look what I did. That's awesome. Look what I did. Uh, At how old? Oh, gosh. Maybe about. Like 12, yeah, 13, exactly. something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Meanwhile, they were looking at you and they were like, fuck. I remember one time <laughs> I went to a Nick game. Uh, my lawyer took me to a Nick game. It was one of those, of like, it was like a, like a Friday afternoon game or something like that. And uh, I had just dyed my hair like bright pink. Uh, and it was also raining too, okay. so it was actually bleeding. Was it like the manic panic shit? Man, so it, total manic it was, panic. So it, so so it, it came out ble- instantly. So yeah, it was yeah. bleeding too. And uh, um, I was sitting right in front of uh, uh, Adam Sandler. And I already did SNL with him at that point, a couple years earlier. And so at one point, he pokes me on my shoulder, hunching around. And he goes, here, this is for you. And it was the lid to his to his drink. Like, that's all it was. It was just the plastic okay. lid. He was just fucking with you. And yeah, he yeah. was like, here you go. This, this is for you. It's like, oh, okay. You know, and then a couple of minutes later, like, I gave him, like, you know, the remnants of my hot dog. I like, kind of just like, dude, 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 dude. This is for you. <laughs> and the whole game, we went back and forth. Just traded things with each just other. Just traded like the most absurd like kind of thing. Like here's a piece of lint from my pocket. You know, here's the like, yeah. So it was actually it was That's amazing. It was, it was it was actually kind of cute. I uh, I got to sit. I don't know if I was courtside, but I got to sit close a couple times. And I remember one time vividly. It was like I must have been like nine, and I went in autograph heaven. But the weirdest thing was like. It was a combination of Jaleel White, where it was like, yeah, mm-hmm. nine-year-old me, Urkel, so into that. Yeah, yeah. 
How many Urkels did it take you to get backstage? Oh, exactly. One Urkel. One Urkel. <laughs> uh, uh, and then, but then it was also like Gabriel Byrne and Vivica A. Fox, where I was just like, I think <laughs> you're a famous Byrne. person. Get on this ticket, buddy. Uh, there was, um, and I saw an MTV VJ, the kid who had won, not Jesse Camp. Jesse Camp. Not Jesse. Uh, Did he win the first one? Yeah. Then it was Jesse Camp. Yeah, yeah. The one who was going like this. The one who was also, at the time of this recording, currently missing. Oh, is he? Do you not know about that? I thought that's why you brought it up. No, no. Oh, yeah. No, none of his friends have seen, no one's seen Jesse Camp in like a week or something, and his family and his friends are really concerned. Oh, geez. I should so, get on the Facebook. Shout out to Jesse Camp. And yeah, we hope, you're, we hope yeah, you're good by this point. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. gosh. Shit, we're to put a disclaimer in front of this, uh, this episode oh, talking about Again. Jesse Camp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I've had the pleasure of meeting him kind of thing uh, I mean, he was really excited to meet me he was one of those he's an excitable guys. guy yeah he's an excitable <laughs> guy and it was kind of just like all right cool there's there's jesse camp like uh did uh, you did you him. go to ranger games as well ever no no wasn't we're in a really, hockey family I, not a hockey guy you know yeah i mean i doubt your family like i mean no actually you went to islander games we went to islander games but that was more of just like my I think my dad likes hockey. My dad likes all sports for the most part. He still watches you know sports, but but that was just like an activity to do with the kids. And it's not like me and my brother were into it. My brother less than me, so we would go to like we had season tickets to the Mets, and we were like right above the dugout. We had great seats, and I remember we I would bring like a book, and my brother would bring like a coloring book and crayons. And one day, my brother spilled like a Crayola two hundred set Jeez. into the dugout. Oh, nice. And they all, like, rolled down and fell out, and all of the Mets scurried around the dugout and helped my brother, my Aww, little, like, five-year-old brother get adorable. all his crayons back and shit. That's cute. But we were, I, I used to go to these games in, like, full defiance mode. Like, I, I wasn't into it. You know what I mean? Wearing, like, del- you know, the Devils, like, jerseys or something like that? Uh, I, would do, I would do other team jerseys on purpose. I had a <laughs> Russian hockey jersey with a penguin on it. <laughs> that I used to wear everywhere. <laughs> I don't know what it was from. It just looked cool. Just, you know, just a contrarian. Just a contrarian yeah, since, yeah. since since an early age. But but like I definitely like uh, and you're only a few years older than me. Like our Knicks, I remember vividly. So let's see what we can do. We got Patrick Ewing clearly. Okay, go ahead, keep going because I can I can name. I him. know you can. Uh, John Stark. There you go, Starks. Starks. And there was the little uh, the little guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the Le- Le- Charles Sprewell came later, mm-hmm. right? But then you also had Oakley, um, Charles Oakley, who wore the, awesome. he wore the glasses thing. Sometimes, yeah, 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 um, he, he, one time when he got gouged. Not but. Alonzo Mourning, is no, it? Was no, 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 it? No, Who's no. the one I'm thinking of? Uh, uh, we had Derek Harper. We had Derek Harper. Uh, Greg Anthony. We Mason had Ga- Anthony, Ma- Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason. I was about to say Mason. And Gamble. he was he was one of those guys who was only six seven, but he was. Thick yep. as a as a wall. Yep, yep. Kind of he actually passed away recently. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. Aww. But he was the guy who would have the thing shaved on the side of his head. Yeah, totally. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Like he would always kind of have different like sayings once a week, like shaved on the side of his head. And he was a guy who was thick as a you know thick as a wall and played like pretty much small forward, power forward, but could also like dribble and and uh, you know play the point guard. Were he your, was great. Were your family also basketball fans? Like, was this a thing you and your brothers got together and watched Nick games and stuff? I am the only one. Really? Yes. Kieran for like a second kind of thing just because his older brother was into it so he kind of got into it for a second uh, but no it was I am the only one in my whole family that would want to watch like even football on Thanksgiving what, or whatever. Were you a football guy too? Uh, yeah I mean it was one of those things where it started with the basketball and then watching Sports Center. Sure. Like you actually yeah, yeah, catch yeah. some baseball, you catch some football. You learn a little so bit about every sport. The yeah. names of everything and then boom. You know. Who was your team? Uh, in football? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Giants. Giants. Yeah, Giants fan. 
Who yeah. likes the Jets? New Jersey and Long Island? Uh, it's a weird, yes. It's a weird spread on the Jets. Bridge and Tunnel. There you go. Yeah, that actually br- makes the sense. The Bridge and Tunnel Because they were like the whiter Giants. It felt yes. like safer, the Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I only went to one NFL game in my life, and it was a fucking terrifying experience. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I was used to like Met games and Islander games, which are very, very tame compared to like... 200 fucking thousand people or whatever at Giant Stadium and everyone is drunk and it's just like yeah. a sea of humanity. My dad got nervous. and Beer like, smelling humanity. Exactly. And those bathrooms, I swear, looking at you. It's just, a, it's just a different experience at football game. Everyone's level of intoxication is like that much more. Like yeah. people get drunk at baseball games, but it's not the and whole it's always fucking cold. crowd. It is, it's, it's always that cold. season, yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, play football in June. Maybe I'll come. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you get more Matt Cohen's in in the audience. Um, did you had you did you were you a baseball guy? Uh, yeah. I mean, I like you know, I around the same kind of time ish, a little bit like later than the basketball thing. But yes, no, ninety six Yankees. Like, boom, that's my team. Did you go to games? Uh, yes. Yes, I actually like uh, going to baseball games. Me too. Um, I actually like. Kind I like, of like that they're boring. I like the midseason. Exactly, nobody's showing up. Like, that's why I like going to Mets games. Nobody's there. Yeah, buddy. Uh, like yeah, no, and just like getting like even just like twelve of your friends and just like just going up to the rafters and eating like you know just terrible hot dogs. Well, that's and, what's fun about stupid it. beer. It's like going to a show, right? Yeah. Like the sport doesn't. You can pay attention to the baseball if you want, but it's all about like like I went to a baseball game in Tokyo. Just for the sheer experience of it. Because they fucking love it out there, man. It was crazy. And they also have like... Um, they're great, too. They're, they're, their league is fantastic. The way they serve beer in the stadium is is tiny little Japanese girls have kegs strapped to their backpacks. Like, as backs. And they walk around with kegs and pour like actual ta- like tap beer. And they're all like really cute and everyone like tips them a lot. You know what I mean? Like uh, that's, that, that's cool. And they chant the whole time. Like, it's it's crazy. They love baseball, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. No, no, I, like I said, I used to go like to like Mets games. I, I've done things in the stands. What does with, that with mean? ladies? Like you know, oh. yeah, like yeah. No, I thought but you nobody's meant, like, there. You were part of a wave. No, no, yeah, yeah, it's a part of a wave. No, it's like yeah, like no, let's go to the upper deck and like fool around. Yeah, my version of that is like I've smoked a lot of joints at the very top of Shea Stadium through yes. like the grating and in the in the you know upper 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 deck or whatever. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've done a similar kind of thing, but with less weed. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Less weed and more ladies. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> weed is my lady. Yeah. Apparently, that's you're so, my, you're my that's lover. so sad. Uh, have you, I haven't been I haven't been to any sports games recently. I want to go to a soccer game. I've been. I used to go to West Ham United when I was living in London. Was it fun? Oh, totally. It, it, it's more fun than on television. On television, it's kind of like shot from like way overhead, yeah. and there's no like personalities or anything like that. Um, you get even just an okay seat. You can actually kind of see what the heck's going on a little bit. Like you're a little more invested. All live sports in general, they're better live. Like, if you don't give a shit about hockey, like, you know, bring bring a lady to a hockey game, she'll all of a sudden like hockey well, it's like, like that d- It's night. like WWE or Fish. <laughs> yes, or like Fish. Any uh, good live uh, show, right? Yes. And so, like, you know, soccer's a good, fun, like, live kind of show and things like that. So, yeah. WWE, I, I, we talked about it before. I only been to a couple as a kid, but that was also, like... A very, compared to like baseball games was a very scary environment in like 97 yes I mean you still had like, it was still a little more carny yeah the crowd was hostile and there were still people who believed that were true believers kind of thing that would like yeah like just it, it's the Bret Hart wrestling with shadows kind of thing it's the uh, and there's like there's a certain it's still, people it's still real to me damn it it's, yeah there's the still real to me it's like oh like you know if it wasn't for Bret Hart I wouldn't have gone to medical school kind of thing and so it's speaking like, bravo ra- random interjection but we're recording this uh, about a week after Comic Con did you hear what happened with Jamie Lee Curtis this weekend 
Some dude. Did she get me too'd? No. Okay. We're waiting for that. <laughs> uh, some dude at the uh, at the Halloween panel got up on stage and said, "Like, hi, Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, I never thought I'd meet you. The only reason I'm here, and also, 30 years ago, Halloween saved my life. I was alone at home, and someone had cut my power, and there was a man outside my house with a butcher knife, like stalking me. And I thought, like, what would Laurie Strode do on Halloween? And he like ran up, but regardless, ran he, up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> he said he ran to his neighbor's house and like got a bunch of knives. But he like broke down and started crying, and they hugged and all this shit. And wow. it, was, it was weird, and it made me go like, how many people almost get serial killed that we don't know about? And how do, how come I immediately go like, there's no way that could have possibly happened? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it, it sounds like a story. You think people like cut people's power and try to murder random? I guess it does happen, right? Sure. I mean, it's not like a story. It happens to people. It has to happen to someone. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. You no, know, exactly. But um, yeah, did they ever catch the guy? Like, I mean, was it? Was I, there was no follow up. That's on what the story. I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's why I, I mean, was like, wouldn't you there know be what? a newspaper article about this? That would have been a really good. Like, honestly, if it's a lie, it's a good one. I mean, yeah. you can't, you just weaved this way. Oh, you got of, the sympathy of the crowd real good. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. He's the real Halloween boy. Oh, he's like, out. Oh, yeah. He's the boy who lived. Oh, he's a strode. <laughs> yeah. That's another sport, running from, from masked uh, serial killers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Running. Going the stairs. Running in like track and field and I guess like the Summer Olympics in general never really did it for me for some reason. Um, you know, I'll watch it every four years. Yeah, same here, buddy. Yeah, I'll watch it at the uh, Olympics. But no but no more. I yeah. will only watch the, the Summer Olympics once every four years. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it's overkill. Exactly. Like, I'm actually interested in like, this whole post-Usain Bolt kind of thing. What's going to happen? I guess the fast... Usain Bolt actually just signed with the soccer team. Did he really? Yeah, with a football team. Do you think he's going to be great at soccer or just really fast? No, I mean, like he's just going to be fast. He's going to outrun the ball? He's probably not He's probably not going to play a game. He's a cool guy, though, man. Have you heard him talking stuff? Yeah, no, he seems like a red little yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a cool Jamaican dude. Mm-hmm. Um... I Jamaican, Jamaican dudes, like, I mean, not to, like, this is not, like, a... A positive stereotype? Yeah, no, this is a positive stereotype. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's They're like, pretty cool by, by Jamaicans virtue, are fucking right? awesome, cool people, <laughs> man. Like, yeah, they're always, like, chill as fuck and, like, just, like, funny and cool. We're about to get real with you Jamaicans. You guys are cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah, just, In like, general. Hey, stay woke. Take that. <laughs> um, you know what? I take that back. Like, track and field, while it's not the most exciting thing to watch, they are definitely, like, the closest thing you can get to thoroughbred humans. Well, yes. I mean, it, it's what I like about There's that. There's no sport, equipment, right? What I like about that sport is that you can actually like you can actually equate like it's it's a level playing field actually physically, and you actually know this person is faster than this person because they were literally running on the same field at the same time in the same conditions. You know what I often think about? That's a great segue. I, I'm fascinated with what Olympians do after the Olympics, right? You're a fucking figure skater. You're yeah. Tanya Harding. You're you're a lot of them have day jobs, man. They have to, right? Because like you train your entire life in one very fucking, very fucking. Wow, I'm losing it. Very specific skill. Yeah, it was that light apple cider you gave me. Um, <laughs> we've been drinking truth apple bomb. We've been, truth bomb. We've been Crisp drinking apple cider, cider today. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, you train your entire life for this one very specific skill, right? You you train like eight hours a day. You finally fucking make it to the Olympics. You win a gold medal. You're on a Wheaties box. You do the late night circuit. The American curling team. You met them. Yes, yes. The, yeah, the when the, you did the, the, the Tonight Show, team. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do those those guys all just have normal day jobs? For the most part, yes. You uh, have to, right? Yeah, they get sponsorships for the Olympics and so forth. And yes, there are competitions. In, over the like you know the four years, sure. there's the worlds, there's regionals, of the U.S., the Canadians, like there's all that kind of stuff, uh, which they do have prize money, you know, so they can yeah. they can earn. But like no, for the most part, like yeah, no, they're they're you know 
like they're not necessarily dishwashers, but they're waiters and bartenders. Well, it was interesting things. So like, I grew up with a lot of like really good lacrosse players. Long Island's like the the best lacrosse place in the country, or something. And a lot of the kids I played with went to like Harvard and Princeton and got recruited full rides to play lacrosse. And then once they graduated college, they never played lacrosse again because yeah. your only option is professional lacrosse. Which pays like fifteen grand a year or something. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And there's, and there's a lot of like you have to really love lacrosse. Yes, because there's also like time and dedication that goes and into it. And I feel it. like there's a lot of that. Wait, anything that's like professional outside of the Olympics and is not one of the big four sports, you have to fucking be dedicated to do it. No, right? Exactly. You'll, Bowling. You'll, you'll make more as a teacher, really. Like you know, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As teaching that sport, probably. Yeah, I mean, in individual kind of sports, like you can kind of make a living more so, like but, bowling, like you just said. You can make a living in bowling. Yeah. I think it, you you have to really work the circuit, and golf. you're on the road all the time. Golf, you can make a lot of fucking money. Well, go, right? golf is like yeah, like no, you can. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but like archery, yeah. if you're the best archer in the world, you're not fucking making bank off of it. No, no, you're also like selling cars too. In the meantime, all right, another digression because we don't want to bore people with sports. So sports, 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 sports. Mac, there's a documentary in Warren. I'm talking to you too. I suggest you seek this out. There's a documentary out there. It aired on the BBC, I think, and it's called "I Married the Eiffel Tower." Okay. And it's about women, and I'm, I'm I don't have the exact name, and I'm not even gonna look it up. But it's about a, a group of women around the world. There's probably like, like big towers. They fall in love with inanimate objects. Okay. Okay. One of them sports. Uh, Eiffel Tower. <laughs> one of them is the Berlin Wall. A lot of them just Empire State Building fences, and you realize phallic symbols. Even fences, because they'll marry like a like a. They're one. Yes, it's all phallic stuff that they could grind on. This this documentary culminates in a woman grinding on the Eiffel Tower and getting kicked off of it. But go on. The Eiffel Tower woman before she was married to the Eiffel Tower, she was married to a bow. Like a bow and arrow mm -hmm, bow. Mm -hmm. And she was a fucking Olympic level archer because of the relationship she had with Bo. And again, not a creative name. No, I know. <laughs> and then she fell Bo out was of her bow. Yeah, that would have named it like Derek. She fell out of love with Bo. Okay. <laughs> and her archery fucking sucked immediately. Like, and yeah. she quit archery. It was only because she liked like plucking Bo. It was her relationship was with Bo, right? She was in love with, with the arrow. And again, Folks, this, this this exists. This is this is a documentary. This is real. It's a documentary. Seek this out. And the best part about it is, there's a woman who is in love with an amusement park ride that is hundreds of miles from her home called One Thousand and One Nacht. It's a German uh, yeah. like carousel yeah. looking ride. Nights. Yeah, yeah. And she carries around a picture of it on her uh, clipboard, and that's how she like sleeps in bed with it and stuff like that. And here's if I could really sell the documentary for you folks. At one point, this woman. Um, who was also previously in love with a church pew, but got kicked out of the church for having sex with it. Uh-huh, go on. She gets on her hands and knees. They travel, they bring her to the amusement park where it's out of season. She gets on her hands and knees under the ride and she recites a poem to it while rubbing the oil grease from the ride in her face. And and just a snippet of the poem is, and I'll never forget, I love this, I've seen this documentary hundreds of times. Really? Hundreds <laughs> of times. Uh, she goes, you sympathize? 1001 knocked. I love you for your straight angles. For your bold girders, I want your fluids. I want your fluids. I want your fluids. Wow. Um, so, you know sports. what? I, I'm having a hard time responding to this without, well, trying to be as kind as I can sports. to these people who have this. Here's thing. why I'm kind to them because a counterpart documentary aired that was about men who fuck their cars. Yeah, no, I'm still, I'm, I'm having the same problem. With well, that. no, I have a worse <laughs> problem with that because there were like 
maybe legitimately like 50 women who who, who are self-identified of suffering this from, from this disorder or mm-hmm. whatever you call it. There were like three dudes and it was all them just jerking off onto hoods of cars. Like, and they got two of them together and they put them in the same hotel and then it cuts to the next day and one of them's like, did you jerk off on my car last night? No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like cheating with someone's girlfriend. So the dude one, I go like, you guys are just jerking off on cars. The women yeah. one, I go like, you women are broken well, in the head and I feel bad for you. I mean, yeah, I feel bad. Um, at the at the very least, though, there's not like a bestiality kind of. No, call. it's like just no one. No senses. one's being hurt. No one's besides hurt. themselves. Yes, of course. Like you know, so I can kind of handle that. Well, to I a think there extent. is a cool, somewhat of a cool fucking twist on like if this woman was genuinely in love with this bow, maybe that's what made her an Olympic level fucking archer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Do you think there's some something? I don't want to say supernatural to sports, but like, do you do you think it is pure? Athletics and pure talent and skill, or do you think there there is something a little like? Uh, do you think they have a deeper connection with what they do? Uh, it's it's a little bit of everything. Like yes, you have to have that pure kind of skill, that pure kind of like yeah, like no matter what, like my height and my build, I will never be able to play in the NBA. No, like that kind of thing. So like yeah, Muggsy yep. Bugs. Yeah, uh, except for the mugs uh, and Spud Webb uh, <laughs> and A. Robinson too. Uh, uh, um, but yes, no, I, I am not built for that kind of thing. Uh, so you actually have to have a natural inclination when it comes to physicality. Beyond that, you also have to actually have an innate skill. Michael Jordan. Yes. What, right? Innate skill, like, boom. Like, you know. But at the same time, it's also, I think a lot of athletes grow to loathe what they do. Because they've been just doing it, you know, just in repetition, in infinitum, like their whole lives. I mean, look, look the Williams sisters or whatever. Like, you know, they were just drilled all the time, that kind of stuff. Homeboy, I hate to get fucking shrinky on this one, but I would argue you the same thing happened to you with acting. I mean, no, I mean, like, whatever. Like, it's, But to an extent, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was totally tennis ball. Lots of tennis balls. <laughs> That's what it was. It was just yeah. it was you golfing on like kitty yeah, courses. It was, it was, and yeah, stuff. yeah. It was, I was like Tiger Woods. I was I yeah, was yeah. constantly putting, constantly putting. That's what that kid did, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but like, but like, I think no matter what, like you know, the Kobe Bryant's of the world. There's something like innate. Yeah, but also don't. But they also grow to like kind of like really not give a shit sure. about basketball anymore. It becomes a job. Like drummers, right? That's what I mean. You're it becomes a job. Yeah, 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 exactly. Musicians, exactly. Like yeah. a drummer. Like yeah. Like after a while, just because you're good at it and you put the work into it, like doesn't mean you necessarily love it anymore. Or especially if you're in, you're in like you work at orchestra or something like that. Like you were, you know, a, you know, a trombonist. You know, yeah, a, you know, a trumpeter. Uh, yeah, no, you actually, like, you, all you've been doing is that for freaking ever. Like, yeah, you lose your love for it, or you kind of, like, get dead inside a little bit, and then you keep going. And that's why they're paid this much money, a lot of them, yeah, to, yeah. Have to, to do this shit, right? Like, I mean, like, no, it, it's the same thing as, like, imagine you have to eat, like, freaking, like, ramen every night. Like, you know, no matter how much you love ramen. ramen. Yeah, you know, it's just like... If, you know, I get it, dude. No yeah. matter how much you love ramen, you're actually going to, like... You're going to grow to low. Sure, ramen. no wonder LeBron wants to do Space Jam too. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. Best sports movie ever made. Uh, what? What is it? No, I was going to say... It, it sounded could, like could, I was implying it, 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 it was sounded, Space Jam. It sounded like a statement. I, I knew know. it was a question. I changed it. <laughs> At the end, I went, oh, fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> um, well, we can spitfire. So here's some I like. Uh, Space Jam. It was a fun Space Jam, uh, um, Kingpin, Kingpin, Caddyshack, Caddyshack. I was gonna, I was gonna throw that there. I mean, I don't love it as much as everybody else. Okay, yeah, I, I was kind of late to the uh, Caddyshack. I'll go, party. I'll go Blue Chips. <laughs> that one's kind of fun with no. Shaq and Penny Hardaway. Yeah, yeah, and Matt Nover. Is that who the white guy is? That's the white guy. I never knew. I didn't know the white guy. Yeah, there you go. Look, look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pulling that right out of my, um, my um, skull. There were like a lot of good. There was a string of good kid baseball movies when mm-hmm. we were young. Like you got like. 
Angel in the Outfield, ma- uh, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, major League. Yeah, oh, Major League actually might be up there for me, like for real. Uh, me, I, ne- I never really did Slapshot. I never did Slapshot either. Yeah. yeah. Very Canadian. Yeah, I mean, it was, well, it's Canadian because it's hockey. But, yeah. like, no, no, but uh, I never, I never saw it till like years later, and I was like, hey, it's fun. Yeah, same thing I was Caddyshack. I watch it later. You know, I was more of a Mighty Ducks guy. Mighty Ducks is like, yeah, yeah, that one's that one's pretty rad. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, recently, me and my friends were trying to think of. Um, I was like, there was a baseball movie. The air up there. Air up there. F- I loved the fucking air up there. The air up there. Kevin, Kevin Bacon, Bacon goes to Africa yep. to recruit a Maasai uh, uh, tribesman. Prince. prince, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The air up there. That movie's great. My Giant. Is that a sports movie? Uh, it's no. George Murasov, though, right? Yeah, George A. Murasov. Yeah. Who's now dead, right? No, no. I think he's still kicking Is it. Is he still kicking it? Yeah. Good for him, man. 7 7. Uh, does does airplane count because of Kareem? Uh, because of uh, it's not a sports movie. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Unless you think aviation is a sport. Uh, um, what was I just gonna say? No, I love the Arab there. That's a good call. Billy oh, Madison. Oh, the movie was um. So I was like, there was a kids baseball movie. It was so weird because the rookie of the year was when the kid breaks his arm and becomes like, and a, then the, yeah, all of a sudden all of his like a pitcher, right? Up. Yeah, I was like, there was definitely a baseball movie where the kid doesn't play, but he gets to inherit the team. That's that's the Angels in the Outfield, Little Big League. Little big, there we go. Thank you. I misspoke. He becomes yes. like the the man, the general uh, the manager twins. of the twins, yes. and they lose at the end of the season. Yep, yep, yep. Good, good pull, dude. Bad news bears. Bad news bears is a good one. That one's good. great. I love, I love how crass and how like how, much, how many curse, up. how many curse words Yo, it's you're hearing out of these like, kids. Like modern day ears would not be able. They to They would fly. never, yeah. ever, ever. And that's make why that, that remake today. was not great. No, they exactly. Did with Richard Linklater, and it wasn't. Uh, oh goodness, like you know, like you know, you need like the these dirty ass like kind of like yeah, kids. And same thing with the the Matt Thal character. Like Man. he does, like he does not want to be there, and he just cusses up a storm. I liked so many sports movies. Uh, there was um, um, Tin Cup. Was a oh movie my I really liked for some reason. Like that Rene Russo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Celtic Pride. Oh my God! Jeez. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Keenan Ivory Wayne's Dan uh, Aykroyd, Daniel Stern. No, it's Dan Aykroyd. It's Dan Aykroyd and Daniel Stern kidnap Keenan Ivory Wayne's. Yeah, uh, like you know, like pretty much. Like the Carl Malone the character, and they kidnap him the day before like Game Seven of the finals, yep. and tie him up to their chair in their living room. Um, that one's know. good. Ed, do you remember Ed? Isn't that the 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 the? Oh no! You're thinking of Ed TV, which is <laughs> yes, Matthew McConaughey. Thank you. No, no, I caught myself. <laughs> it's a it's a Whoopi Goldberg one with where she's Frank the, Langella. Yep, and then she's she, she's a super fan who becomes head coach of the Knicks. Yep, and she rides in on a horse and shit. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, actually, there's a lot of NBA players, including Malik Sealy. R.I.P. All right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good poll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what sports haven't gotten movies? There is So there is a lacrosse movie because I oh was like, God. whatever happened to Brandon Ruth? Do you remember who that is? Yes, yes. Yeah, Superman. Yeah. I was like, what's he up to? And then I was he's like. He's on uh, the, 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 the Heroes of Tomorrow. Yep. Now he's. um he's a, he's a sweetheart. Adam, right? On Legends of Tomorrow, I think. He's Ray Palmer, I think. He's Ray Palmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm, I've met him one is he evening. Cool guy? And was totally charming and nice. I like him. He did a. Uh, 
this is saying he's not Jeremy Nice, but he did a directed DVD lacrosse movie called like Horse Feathers about like a white guy coming to a Native American reservation and teaching them how to play lacrosse. Wow. And I was like, I think that's literally the only lacrosse movie ever made. <laughs> yeah, jeez. I mean, like, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's like a Dances with Wolves, but with but lacrosse. With lacrosse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the Last Avatar. Of the dog like, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Uh, what, are, what are some other? Oh, uh, oh, what's the one with? With uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Matt LeBlanc and baseball and oh, a fuck. chimpanzee. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I think that one had Ed in the title too. I know that's kind of what I'm thinking too. I keep on hearing Ed in my head. Was that one just called Ed? Also, that but that one. Uh, he's a pitcher and he's got a monkey on no, his shoulder. No, he's playing third. You know, he's playing third base. No, like the monkey plays like I think third base. But uh, yeah, I keep on hearing Ed in my head. That uh, one was Ed. Okay, that one was Ed. Then what was Eddie. the name of the whoopee Eddie. 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 And we're just missing an Ed, and we've got the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Ed TV. Ed, Ed, no, Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's your folks. You've got a you've got a movie marathon night ahead of you. It's Ed uh, TV. Ed and Eddie. Eddie. Uh, uh, um, it's Little Giants. Little Giants was a, hey. Shout out! Shout, shout out. out to 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 my boy. Little Giants and um and Ladybugs. I also like Ladybugs. Actually, I liked it. Vanessa Shaw was so cute. Was she the the girl in it? Yeah. She was super cute. She was super cute. She was like adult cute when she was too young to be. Oh, uh, go cute. back and watch the movie. It is problematic as fuck. Oh, well, I mean, just like any the transgender just, and kind all of, gay of the jokes Rodney hitting on like young teenage. All oh, yeah. the implications that Rodney is having sex with like the fake teenage girl. Oh, you boy. Um, it's a tough one. It's like My Father the Hero. Do you remember that one? Oh, my God. Like, you know, thank goodness. For little girls. That's the one scene I remember for from little it, too. Girls yeah. bigger every day. I think that was America's one time we saw Gerard Depardieu in a movie. Yeah, right? Uh, what, you never watched Green Card? What's up, bro? <laughs> What's green? Is that Come a, at me. Come at me. Is that a Gerard Depardieu movie? Yeah, fuck yeah. You won a Golden Globe for it. Um, uh, um, there's been a dearth of good sports movies in the last few years, I feel like, right? Like, um, I don't give me an example. Oh, you know what was great? Creed. Oh, loved Creed. That's actually like that. Like, I kind of think it might be my favorite Rocky movie. Me too. I, I'll say it is. It's the, the first best, Rocky is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. They shoot the boxing in Creed it's so fantastic. fucking well that you're like so into the fight. Do you know, are the new ones coming out? You see the trailer for it yet? Yeah, looks great. Drago Jr. Yeah, looks great. <laughs> looks fun. I'm into that. It's, were you a, right. were you a boxing guy? I'm a I'm a big boxing fan. Me too. So my family because I grew up in the casino industry. I was so going like, to say you have the Vegas kind of background. We had uh, like in my basement there were boxing gloves, autographed boxing gloves, hung fight gloves like hung all over because my grandpa would would get us into like every fight ever. Mm -hmm. So like I got to sit like ringside at like like I remember De what, are, what are some fights? Like, De La Hoya Corte. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. which was a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, De La Hoya obviously won. Um, Holyfield Tyson won. Oh wow. Okay, there you go. Um, um, let's see. Because you were on New York, or did you do Vegas stuff too? No, I did some Vegas stuff. Uh, what is yeah, the memorable I, I, one? I saw for you? Uh, Holyfield Moore. Okay. Uh, yeah, one. Yeah, they did fight later. Uh, what else? Uh, I saw I saw Bo Holyfield one, uh, which was a big one. Which was after was the first one after Tyson or no? Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. This is uh, Bo had I, it or no? No, no. Uh, this is when he won it. Okay. So it was. Uh, Tyson lost it to Douglas. To, Douglas, oh, to Buster Douglas. Douglas That's dropped right. him all to, to, to Holyfield. Holyfield lost, lost to, to Riddick Bowe. Oh, in fuck, number I one. forgot Riddick Bowe beat Holyfield. Yeah, and no, Buster they, Douglas they fought, beat Tyson. They fought three times, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Bowe won uh, one in three. Dude, that Buster Douglas guy was a fucking joke. No, no. Honestly, you, you, watch, you watch. He, he, oh, he fought. He, he fought fights a, a fucking perfect fight against Tyson. He fought Tyson. a perfect fight, and he was in perfect shape. That's all he had, though. And he had a, yeah, one yeah. really great like strategy, and he stuck to it, and he beat the best boxer of, like, at that point was one of the best 
best boxers of all time. You know what's fun? No, you rewatch that. Like though, that guy, that guy puts on a masterwork. He really I mean, does. He'd be Tyson, right in his prime. Yeah, I mean Tyson was like you know whatever and out he, of shape in his prime. But he, yeah, yeah. he every time T- Tyson because he wanted to get close, he kept on clinching him, so he couldn't do anything like close. And like no, he he outboxed the best boxer in the world. My family did work with Foxwoods Casino, so they like. They officially sponsored Vinny Pazienza, so I used to go to a lot of Pazienza wow. fights. The Pazmanian Devil. Yeah, no, I'm I know Pazienza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I love boxing, man. Um, uh, yeah, no, big big fight fan. Um, have you been keeping up at all lately with boxing? No, it's uh, just Mayweather and it's what happened last week, right? Mayweather we, and and some guy are fighting now. Uh, no, uh, Pacquiao. It was Pacquiao. Uh, just he got the WBA. Uh, Pacquiao uh, bums me. Pacquiao bums me out. Uh, you honestly, know why, right? Mm, all the fucking homophobic shit from a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He, he's like a super religious, like fucking bigot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and also this is the last con- one. and a congressman in his, in in the Philippines. In, in Philippines, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, um, but no, there's a uh, Deontay Wilder. He's good. He's a heavyweight. He's knocked. He's heavy. There's a good heavyweight. He's like he's like 47 and 0 with like 46 knockouts. That's when everyone. And there's Joshua and there's Anthony Joshua who is like. 20 and 0 with a bunch of shit knockouts. It, that's what it's all about. They, there, between the two of them, they have all the heavyweight belts. We're looking for that. that that's a super unif- fight. Are there no more Klitschko's? <laughs> no, no. Finally, like, Vladimir finally retired because uh, uh, Anthony Joshua uh, uh, took him down. Really? And it was actually a really good fight. Well, that but, was, yeah. I think, I think when, when Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. Penitieri, uh, yeah, finally, like, his called it quits. I think modern boxing declined after, like, uh, was Roy Jones a heavyweight? Uh, for a minute, okay. So she did win a heavyweight. It was title. like Lennox Lewis was the last great heavyweight champion, in my opinion. Lewis, uh, yeah. I mean, that's actually where the lineal title kind of ends, ends right? And then yeah. since then, they've from like, from Joe Lewis to him. Essentially. And then since then, it's been Mayweather and Pacquiao, and it's been the lighter weight guys. And like, I lost. I, it's not that I don't enjoy that, but like, I, I, everyone, when I grew up, like heavyweight boxing is what you watched. It was like Mike Tyson. That was what, yeah. George Holy Foreman Field. and Holyfield and more exactly, Bo, exactly. Lewis, like yeah, no, it was it was a bit of a goal. Age kind of going on. Um, there. When I was a little kid, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard used to babysit me oh, in wow. Vegas because my grandpa knew all these boxers and shit. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah that was like we. I came from like a real boxing family. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. No, that welterweight division in the eighties, like him and Hearns, uh, Durand, and they also had Hagler in the middleweight division. Yeah. Like that stuff. That was that was also a golden age. Are you are you a UFC guy? Uh, a little bit. Like I kind of it was kind of a slow to the party. I've only gotten into it in the semi recent in the last couple of years. Um, I don't think I ever watched a UFC match before Rousey. Oh, really? And I think really? I, Rousey was your gateway? Rousey was my gateway, and then Conor was my second gateway. Mm. And, and now I'll watch CM Punk fights. <laughs> I think that's over, though. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure they're done with that. Uh, I'll watch Brock. Well, I used to watch them when I used to go to these uh, underground poker clubs, and whenever there was a UFC thing on, it would always be oh, in the I background. thought they were about to be... I thought you were about to be like, I used to go to these underground poker clubs where men would also fight while we were playing poker. No, no, no. The UFC would be on the background because everyone's... Because you bet on freaking everything <laughs> yeah, when you're at those kind of places. All right. Here's a, here's a, a, a stupid... Hit me. Here's a stupid question. I love it. Is poker a sport? This is the whole, is a sport a sport? Okay. What is a sport exactly? Like, you know, I'm loose on that. Okay. So, like, they showed on ESPN. Sure. Or at least they used Poker to. is a sport. But, it, but if you're saying poker is a sport, then, like, StarCraft is a sport. Well, exactly. That's what I mean. Where's the line? Um, I don't know. I don't think there needs to be, like, because like, people always bring up bowling and golf, and I go, like, right, because if those are sports, then fuck having to be athletic or move. Yeah, but also there is a, you know, athletic bowl, least nature in, to those. Like, I mean, you actually Starcraft are. Starcraft you're, you're eye coordination. You're being physical, though. I think, I think something that defines a sport is being physical with your body, even if you're only using, 
like you know uh, uh, only like one arm. Chess is a sport. No, it's a game. It's a game. Is that is that how you're defining it between a sport and a game? It's a game, and also you can also say it's a skill. But like, no, I wouldn't call it a sport. Ping pong. Um, that I put in the sport category. Let's go quick fire. Yeah, because it's funny. What archery? Sport. Definitely a sport. Definitely it's competitive. A sport. Like, it's skill. It's it's a physical. It's a, there's a physical physicality to it. Hacky mm. sack. Ooh. Um. Because it it meets the physical criteria. Yeah, yeah. No. No. Honestly, like under my criteria. Uh. Yeah. I would actually call it hacky sack. You hear uh, that, but, hacky sackers? But here, here's what I'll say: is that actually we got there. Here's what I'll say about hacky sack, though. It doesn't have a competitive nature to it. There is a competitive way to play it. So uh, for uh, points. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Then cool. Like yeah. There's, there's freestyle competitions that are like judged and shit. Mm-hmm. Like people legit tried to make hacky sack an Olympic sport. Oh yeah. No ultimate frisbee too. Like an sport. Ultimate frisbee. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it, it, there's a physicality to it. There's a scoring system. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll physicality other than just movement of fingers, because like, you, well, no, you you use your whole arm at the very least. Okay. So if I if I call bowling a sport, I have to call frisbee ultimate frisbee a sport. And golf is clearly a sport because of this. Yeah. Karate. Yes. What's a game then? What's a game? What, what's what, what's like one that's a close one for you? Like just squirts under the line for game. Ooh, gosh. Uh, I'm trying to think of like something like like something else that involves a physicality. Like hungry, hungry hippos would be like a borderline, like, like you know, potato, because because pot- it has a physicality to it. Potato sack races. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like three legged races. Look at it. Tether ball. A tug of war used to be in uh, uh, in uh, the Olympics. So sport. Um, yes, <laughs> because of that. Uh, well, not just because of that, but like you know, yeah, I, I have no problem with that being in the Olympics. Snowboarding and skiing. Um, yes, I go activities. Um, yes, here's the problem with that. Same thing with uh, ice skating. Like, you know, they can be skating. judged because they're because right? you're being judged for points. It's it's a little bit more. That's why, like, you know, I'd like kind of like the hundred meter race. It's like, no, you are faster than this other person, period. And it, it's not arbitrary. It's not up to judges to vote. So like when it comes to certain kind of gymnastic kind of things or figure skating, like, you know, like, yeah, like being judged by Athletic an outside competition. Yeah. You know, so it, it's a little tricky that way. You know, and boxing, boxing is done on a scoring system that sometimes can be like really skewed. sure, and that's super athletic, right? Yeah. So, so, so here's the big one: pro rep, pro wrestling, pro wrestling. Oh no, no, purely super athletic. Yes, no. non-competitive though. So right, it's got to be both. Yes, like exactly. Like you know, you have to have a winner and loser, uh, and like it actually has to be actually competitive. Okay. Okay. Bob no, sled. They don't, like th- those two guys. Bob are, sled is there physical activity? Yes. You're physically pushing that thing down. You're, you're leaning your weight around. Like you're actually like no. There's there's both skill and physicality. I see like, what you're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. No. If if you couldn't use like all of a sudden you lost the like the use of one of your arms or something like that, you couldn't be a bobsledder. Beanbag toss. Beanbag toss. Oh, you mean like a cornhole? Cornhole. cornhole. Yeah. Uh, um, athletic and scores. Um, okay, yes, I, I would put that, that would probably be, like, there you go. That That's would probably be where my, I think that might be where my line is. And Your I, line is cornholing? Yeah, corn, <laughs> cornhole is my line. I think that's my bottom Pull line. Pull that quote, why don't you? Yeah, yeah. Macaulay Culkin's bottom line is cornhole. Cornhole, that's my bottom line. Yeah, that's right, girls. Do you ever wish you were, like, great at, what was a sport that you had no skill at that you wish you were good at? That I had no skill at uh, that I wish I was good at. Gosh. Like, do you ever wish you were faster? Do you ever wish you were, like, fucking good at tennis or, like, uh, you could hit a home run or fucking... I mean, the answer to all those is yes. 
I mean, that's the thing. Is like, but like, have I ever really like d- like I'm looking at this as like what I wish you I would have, have like wanted. gym like, class, right? See, I did so like basketball defeated me. See, I played I played basketball on my like I little, was the like, JV worst. team. I, I I was I was actually pretty good. I was a starter on my JV. I team. could not yeah. hang in basketball. Mm-hmm. Like I, it was embarrassing and I, it was frustrating. And like, I could see that. I could see like you wouldn't have the motion. I just didn't have it, and I started to go like, "All right, come on, you're fucking smart, Matt." Like, imagine the invisible trajectory in your mind. I was like, "That's easy, right?" Like, draw a path from where your hand releases into the net, and I would draw like a beautiful mind. You'd see like a fucking and all the little numbers, and then I would my hand would release, and it would go behind me, and I would fall simultaneously. Oh yeah, actually, you know, um, not to be Semitic or anti-Semitic, like a lot of like my Jewish friends were like the best basketball players. Are there any? Many, are there many Jew NBA players? No, uh, there used to be in like the you know the forties and fifties yeah. and stuff like that, and yeah. then they kind of got asked out a little bit. That's after a, so a while. it's always a, it's uh, but no no but there's actually a lot of really great Jewish players. There's there's a rich tradition, especially in New York City. Uh, uh, Sandy Koufax, right? <laughs> yes, he was a great basketball player, a great uh, Jewish basketball. No, player. see, I was short and white, so like I like just learned to shoot. Like that was were like you, my were thing. Were you like a good outside shooter yeah, yeah, guy? Yeah, I, I, I was. I was Mark Price. You were that kid. You I were, was. You were. Um, what's the guy in the jazz? Not the jazz. I don't no, you're thinking about Steve Kerr. I am thinking of Steve Kerr. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Everyone thinks of Steve Kerr. Like, yeah, yes, I was a white I, guy. Who was I was the beep, Steve beep, Kerr, beep, pretty beep, much. Beep. Like, yeah. You're kidding. I mean, I had a little more handles than that, but I was okay. Remember yeah. teams that existed when we were kids that don't exist anymore, um, and like vice versa. So there's no more jazz, and I only know no, the jazz. No, no, the jazz still exists, but not in Utah. No, they're still in Utah. They used to be in New Orleans, and now they're in Utah. And New Orleans has something called the Hornets now that used to be the Charlotte? The, okay, wait. so, okay, this gets confusing. See, here we go, do it. Do okay, it. so it was the Charlotte Hornets. It's like the beginning of basketball. So the Charlotte Hornets moved to New Orleans and were the, the, the New Orleans Hornets. Okay. Then they decided to give a team to replace Charlotte, like the old Charlotte team, in Charlotte. And what so they that, call, the Bobcats? The Bobcats. Okay. So then... The New Orleans team decided to change their name from the Hornets to the, to the Pelicans. To the Pelicans? Yeah, the That's Pelicans. the worst fucking team it's name in basketball name. history. It's the worst name fucking oh ever. And then what What did the Bobcats do? Change their name to the Hornets. Get the fuck out of here. So, yeah, it was the Is Charlotte. Is there still a Pelicans? So, yeah, so there's still Pelicans in New Orleans, and the, the Charlotte get, got the Hornets back. And, but, but the, and the Jazz went back to Utah? Yeah, and the Jazz are in Utah. The Jazz have been in Utah for, like, since, like... I don't know, like the early 80s, late 70s. You know what was a cool team? The Supersonics. Mm-hmm. They had cool jerseys. They're, they're not, I like their colors. They don't exist do, anymore. They don't right? exist anymore. They're, now they're the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma City is nowhere near Seattle. I know. Oh, you mean that team became the Oklahoma City Thunder? Yeah, they moved the. They picked up the entire team. I've from, never heard from of that. Key Arena, and they moved them. There's a whole documentary uh, that you can watch about, about them it. moving. Yeah, it's only about in like an hour, hour or so, um, and just kind of how they kind of got like how the whole city got screwed over. I think they're first in line if they're going to add another team to the NBA. Uh, uh, Seattle's on the top of the list, which they should because there are 30 teams in the NBA. But 16 of them make the playoffs, which means more than half the league makes yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, so it should be at the very least 32 teams. They should get the at least the like back. Yeah, I, I, I am. You think that had happened? I would whenever I'd play those things. Yeah, I think You'd play I, as the Sonics. I, yeah, I'd play as the Sonics. Looking like, you know, whenever I was they doing had cool those. colors, man. I had a Sonics jersey. They were they were the dope. Shit was fucking dope. Yeah, 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 Peyton and Kemp and all that kind of stuff. Like you know, yeah. Uh, I also I remember vividly when like the NFL added 
the Panthers and the Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah. And, rich, and they both did really well. well he, they both did really well. And here's a little anecdote. I had Pogs. This was, I must have been in like fifth grade. So that just, <laughs> I had Pogs. that time stamped it. I had, I, I got NFL Pogs, all 32 teams, right? When the expansion happened. And originally they were the Carolina Cougars. Really? They changed the name before the season started. Well, actually that was the name of the ABA team. Was it uh, really? In, in the 70s. The basketball team? Yeah, the basketball team for the ABA was called the Carolina Cougars. I yeah. remember that because that was the name of my fantasy basketball team. <laughs> you ever see uh, the Globetrotters live? No, I you haven't. never had the pleasure? But I used to watch those when I was a kid, and I used to think they were, it was the most hilarious I've thing ever. I've seen it multiple times. It is quite a show. Yes, I know. Look, yeah, like the, those guys are great. They used to like come to my camp and shit. Sometimes you'd be like, oh, the Globetrotters are here. Oh, like, It got to the point where you rolled around. I was like, oh, I've seen this Because it was before. like, what are you going to do? Steal the ball from that guy and then take his wig off? And then jump on the top of the net. Yeah, we know Curly Joe. Yeah, yeah all right, Curly Joe. Like, what's in the bucket? Is it confetti? Meadowlark. What have you done for us lately? Yeah, Mr. Meadowlark. Mr. Lemon. Lark. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Lemon. Mr. Meadowlark Lemon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I used to watch them on TV. And like, yeah, it's a there's that Simpsons bit where it's kind of like, I thought the generals were due. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he bet on the he bet he on bet the on the generals. generals. He bet heavy on the generals. Look at I wish other sports had that. Yeah, actually, you don't really see like a weird like exhibition kind of team like that, like in the like a Keystone Cops football team. Yeah, where they, like, exactly. They keep like the balls all greasy and it keeps slipping out yeah, all their hands like, and yeah, shit. Like Benny Hill's playing. Yeah. Like, while they're playing football. Mac, I think we just thought of a new business idea. I, I got all right. Well, you know what? I have an offensive guard right here. <laughs> who, Which who, me? You mean you mean Sasson High School's most improved player, nineteen ninety eight? Look at you! Look at you! And also, what did you play on defense? You never uh, said. Middle linebacker. Wow, God! Look at you. Because I wasn't big. Look at you, fucking. Brian Urlacher here. I wasn't big. They started me as defensive end, and I was like, I would rather just run around at the person who has the ball. Yeah. I was decent. Um, I got most improved player, and then my entire life, I've been like, it's hung up right there at the plaque. Most improved player, Matt Cohen, right? Mm-hmm. Sassett Braves. My entire life, anytime I bring that up, my parents go, you improved from like horrible to not as horrible. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, cool. Thanks for the vote of confidence. Yeah. Thanks, parents. Yeah. Look at uh, yeah, Parents are the best sometimes. Sports <laughs> never, it never worked for me, man. But you know what I did? I really. Also, we're not built. We're honestly like, yeah, I, I would love if I was 6'5 and thick. You know, that would be great. I would, I'd be good at certain it'd be sports. It'd be fun to casually be good at sports. Yeah. Even. I don't want to play. I never wanted to play the NBA, but like to not, to be able to like shoot a basketball competently would have been like fun at certain points in my See, life. Yeah, I can, I can still outhorse anybody. Are you, are you still, you still I'm, got I'm it? I'm pretty, I'm pretty solid. Have still. I? Oh, yeah. So you play basketball in, uh, at, uh, at Nick the, and Lindsay's Nick, wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got I, it. I, I got it. Look Back at it. one day, I was, uh, was it at that wedding? No. Okay. So I was on uh, LSD a couple summers ago. Go on. In Big Bear, at a similar place, right? And and it was like 2 a.m. and I was like wandering the property of this place and all my buddies were in the house like doing whatever people do on acid. And there was a basketball court. And for 15 minutes... I didn't miss a single fucking shot. <laughs> and I've been horrible at basketball my entire life. But like all of a sudden like you're lifted. So now, you know, I, I, I was like, oh my God, on acid, I'm the best basket. Like I would, I could have been on the NBA if I did acid every day. Mm-hmm. It was one of those like singular moments where I didn't want to push it either. After a while I went like, all right, I don't want to jinx it and start missing shots. It's good to know that like, when pushed, I can take a dose of acid and just <laughs> fucking swish, swish, swish. Um, it's legal now. Get over it. Yeah, I'd love to see you on the football field on acid. Like, see what you know. Like all of that a sudden, would like be yeah, terrifying. Yeah, probably. like all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, you're you're fucking Reggie White. What's that baseball player who pitched the perfect game on acid? Have you seen that cartoon? Yes. Ah, uh, fuck, I forget that his shit's name. the best, man. Yes, yes, I that guy was cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, passed away finally. Like a he couple did, but years that's ago it. for he, the Pirates. I remember. Um, speaking of Charles Oakley, mm-hmm. 
Did we bring him up earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did. Yeah, he's in I remember uh, at a certain point, maybe like 10 years back, he came out and said like 80% of all NBA players smoke pot in the locker room before the games. Mm, yeah. Which was made me happy. Yeah, he. Uh, there's actually video online of him like getting into a fist fight with uh, MSG security. Really? Because he's sitting like courtside, and they ask him to leave for one reason or another. And next thing you know, he like starts throw. He starts throwing fists. He starts throwing bows. And then all of a sudden, like eight guys get on him, and they escort him out. That's like, uh, yeah. Uh, he actually, he actually just got kicked out of a uh, a casino in Vegas for for cheating. Charles Oakley did. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah. How the, how the mighty how, how the mighty oak has fallen. Yeah, I know. I know. But like. Uh, like, That's a great segue for our last topic on this on this fun f- packed sports app. Yeah, sports, uh, sports, 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 sports controversies, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, famously, I remember when Latrell Spewell choked uh, choked out PJ Carlissimo. Is that who it was? Yeah, no, I believe me, I'm an NBA fan. I told he you, he choked the shit out of him. Yeah, no, and then not only that, like, no, he first he punched him. Left practice and came back about ten minutes later, and then he choked came him up out. And choked him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you know what? The Knicks traded for him. And uh, you know what? At that point, for real, uh, this is no joke, he was my favorite player in the league. Me too. Spiro was, was fucking He awesome. was my favorite player in the league. I had his shoes. Yep. Oh, we, I mean, that's a whole, a whole subject entirely, but like... All the shoes. I had oh, some yeah. Iversons. I had some Shaq. I had, I had the Shaq with the CO2 cartridge. Oh, uh, love it. And it exploded in my closet and scared the <laughs> fuck out of me. Um, uh, um, what's the guy... See, I miss... I don't know names because I'm not really into sports anymore, but there's two big ones in the last few years, right? There's uh, Ray Lewis with the dog fighting, right? No, no. That was Michael Vick. Okay, that's... See, I don't know. Yeah. And Ray Lewis killed his wife no. or beat his wife up. No, no, you're, uh, that's Ray Rice. Oh, that's the guy in the elevator. Yes. Uh, sorry, Ray Lewis. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, that's why, that's why it's like I'm making sure we're, Allegedly. we're clear. So, so Michael Vick was the guy who was running like an illegal dog fighting ring. Yeah, like in his backyard and fuck. stuff. And like, yeah, he had all these like kennels and pens and all that kind of stuff. And like, it was, it was bad, bad, bad. And it like, no, it, it ruined him and it should Good. have ruined him. Good, yeah. yeah. And Ray Rice is the dude who got caught like punching his girlfriend in an elevator, right? Yeah. Did uh, it ruin him? You know, okay, I'm going to say allegedly just for legal purposes, but isn't, like he's Watch the video. It's not very alleged. Um, uh, um, he, he, has, he hasn't played since. He suffered ramification from it. Yeah, too. no, he hasn't played since in the NFL. Pete Rose. He's, it seems like so tame compared to the modern shit. Here's here's Pete Rose's problem. Okay, hippie. Because he's been an asshole ever since, allegedly. Yeah, no, yeah. He's been he's been a bit of a dick the yeah. whole time. And all he had to do was admit it. Admit it once. Admit it. And it took him like about like 15, 20 years before he actually said something. For, and he put it in a book. Warren, no, honestly, he was full carny. Warren, for those of you who don't know, and we realize a lot of you might not be sports fans or, or you might live in other countries where you don't give a shit about our sports. So Pete Rose was a baseball player. He has the most hits in, in, in you know in Major League history. Great baseball Big player. Deal. And he got caught uh, betting on himself. No, betting against his oh, own team. Oh, betting against his own team like and them. stuff. So, and then he got like thrown out because he was a manager. He got at kicked that out of the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, no, actually, like yeah, he got. He actually wasn't even like elected. So what happened was he retired. Then he became a manager. And then they found out that he was betting like as a manager, he was betting against his teams. Well, not as a player. Here's the thing: is that he was betting. Okay, boom. So that's that's enough to get you it's kicked illegal. out. Yeah, it's you know again, yeah, it's, it's illegal. Also, it's like against it's all standards. So boom, then. He uh, then like he kind of didn't even admit to that. Then there was like a thing where it's like, oh, he's also betting against his own team, which is like the hugest no-no because you could actually like manipulate the throw game. the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then he didn't admit In to the that. Fifth, your ass goes. So he down. said like, no, no, that didn't happen. And then you know like yeah. 
then he finally admitted to everything about 15, 20 years after everything. And this is a guy who like is a bit of a carny. Like, you know, at, at every year at the Hall of Fame like ceremony, he would set up like a signing booth outside of Are it. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, what a piece of shit. No, I know. <laughs> and kind of just like, yeah. And he's and like the Virgil of baseball. You, you should see his like interview when he finally admits things. And he's kind of just like, yeah. And I'm sorry. And like he's kind of like he kind of like he's not sorry. He's he like he was just. And then he 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 just he's not a good dude. And then the other biggest ones of my lifetime, I would say, is is the baseball doping scandal, right? So that's Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, and Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa. Uh, Anyone else? Raphael, Raphael Palmero. Raphael Palmero. You're right. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember the other one that Canseco. Uh, uh, all those. I mean, those, that was years later. I and love, then Canseco became a snitch. When you watch them in front of Congress, because they're all testifying in front of Congress, Canseco is the only one that's being straight up with yeah. all of them. Where it's like he's actually not being a dick and turning them in laughing. Do you follow but, him on Twitter? He's an actual crazy person. Check oh, out yeah. Jose Canseco's Twitter. Yeah, I know <laughs> it's no. fun. He's he's allegedly allegedly. Yeah, yeah. He's allegedly a crazy person. Uh, um, um, remember that shit though with McGuire? There was a whole summer with the race, right? It was. It was McGuire and Sosa. Yeah, yes, and it's I all anyone fucking cared mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then Seth McFarlane. Uh, yeah, no, no, uh, Seth uh, McFarlane mm-hmm. bought the ball yep. for like a million dollars. That got devalued really fucking quickly, huh? Yeah. <gasps> oh, I didn't even think about that. All oh, those dudes yeah. who spent all those money on all those home run balls, yeah, like no, sixty none, through seventy. None, none of those guys are in the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame has has like cock blocked all of all them. three, all of those guys, all of those guys. Anyone who's caught up in that kind of scandal. Is Barry not, Bonds was the craziest one too, if I remember, because he was like old as shit at that point. And the, the sad part with him is that he didn't need to. No, he was great. He was already great. He was already big and strong. He was already like clubbing home runs. He was like you know he was a forty forty guy. Like almost nobody does that. Getting forty steals and forty home runs in the same season. Here's like, a nobody did that. Here's before a him. here's a New York one for you. I remember when Doc Gooden got in trouble for all the coke stuff. <laughs> Yeah, he was well, on the Mets. Yeah. But at least that's not even performance enhancing. He's just kind of just, he's just like, it was the 80s and it was New York. <laughs> you know who I loved? Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. I was a big Bobby Bonilla fan. So do you know about the Bobby Bonilla day? No. So this was about like two weeks ago. Oh, wow. So he, like, so the Mets signed him for a buttload of money, like way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, in like and 1989 or some shit. No, like, no, it was actually like in like the mid 90s, okay, early okay. 90s, like in AM. And uh, um, actually, it wasn't even like, it was a buttload of money back then. I mean, they're talking about like four or five million dollars kind of thing. Um, they wanted to get rid of him. Favorite. And then he went to the Orioles. I no, remember. No, but so, no, they wanted to get rid of him, but they couldn't trade him because of his contract. And they couldn't, like, you know, they, they wanted to buy him out. So his lawyer got him a buyout where they pay him. And this is with interest. This is Bobby Bonilla Day every year. Yep, like and it comes up every July, and they pay him. And it, like I said, it's with interest, so it's something like two hundred thousand dollars, like three hundred thousand dollars. He's still on the payroll. He's still on the payroll with the <laughs> with the Mets now, and it's going to go on for about another ten years after this. Oh, that's amazing! And not only that, it goes up every year because it's with interest. Uh, so he's actually like the the like. Six million dollars he was owed. He's actually going to make about thirty by the end oh, of this that, entire he has like thing. A Joker deal, and he's getting like yeah, he's <laughs> getting like two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars every like once a year on Bobby Bonilla Day. And the Mets fans, we all know about Bobby Bonilla. The Day. amount of money people, there's actually a thirty for thirty that they did. That's, about I love that the, show. What, yeah, even though shorts. I don't love sports, I love thirty for thirty, yeah. and I love the real sports with Brian Gummel. They did a uh, they did which one about the Von really Erichs. Well. Uh, I did see great. that. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. Was, that was really that was one of the shorts ones, and that was really cool. Here's let's and and we'll we'll wrap up on this yeah. subject, Mac. And I've often thought about this, right? So check this: We're, LeBron James is getting paid like eight hundred million dollars a year or whatever, right? And like all of these athletes are are world famous. And like as a little kid, I would sit in a stadium of like fifty thousand people, and I'd be like, all of these people are here to watch like those ten guys, mm-hmm. right? 
But there's also something fairly gladiatorial to all of professional sports because that's totally. kind of where it stemmed, right? Yeah. So it, it's a, there's always been a weird dichotomy, especially with basketball. And I, I don't want to get like racial about it, but it was always like watching old white people cheer on young black guys always <laughs> felt a little iffy to me. Right? Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. There is something societally strange about that kind of hero worship that we still do have and we're willing for these people to pay everyone every basketball fan in the world would justify why LeBron James is worth 200 million dollars oh right? yeah no I mean they're bringing in billions of dollars because so it became an industry right yeah no, so of course he's, he has to get his because he's bringing in that money so again no he's justified but it's not like there were professional sports in like the 1800s I mean, there was. Was there? Oh, yeah. I mean, there was boxing and even baseball. Well, I guess you're right. Maybe you know, the 1500s. Catch and catch can. Kind of like, no, even then there was there was jousting. And there and were like famous like jousters yeah, and absolutely. shit. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess absolutely. you're right. No, the, the, that's the thing. Is that We've goes, always had this. Exactly. Like, gladiatorial days. That's and, what it comes know, from, and right? And jousting and Cavemen. Like, which caveman could club the other caveman hardest? I mean, essentially, like, yeah, there was always games. I bet one always caveman. Always the bones. I bet they threw had like rock throwing contests. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like Some, some kind of primitive form of discus. Yeah, or frisbee golf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It all comes back to, to frisbee golf. Ultimate guys. frisbee. Ultimate frisbee. <laughs> and that's where we'll leave you. This has been a sports filled conversation and yep. our way of announcing Vince McMahon, uh, 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 Ebersole, you're, you're, you're not alone. We're throwing our hat into the football ring. Yeah, yep. Uh, coming in 2020, Bunny Ears football. Let me know if you want me. Uh, let, yeah. I'm available. Max available. And also, we are also starting an upstart also, football. I know league. a really great offensive guard and middle linebacker. Just saying. Both sides of the ball. Most improved. 1998, y'all. <laughs> uh, Mac, I hate to do this to you, but we got we to talk about ourselves for a minute. Where, where are we at on the internet? Oh, uh, you look so sad. No, no, no. I was kind of just like, where are you going? Like, I, <laughs> I guess my, I guess my listening face looks sad. I, I like to keep him surprised. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, I am um, at Incredible Kulk. Uh, uh, on the Twitter and uh, at Kulkamania on the Instagrams. And we are at Bunny Ears Podcast on Insta, Bunny Ears Pod on Twitter, uh, bunnyears.com. Of course, head on over, read the articles, buy a t shirt, buy a hoodie. We got pins with me and Mac's faces on them. Yeah. Mac and I. Ugh, I'm sorry. I, I ruined that grammatically. Um, I'm on all the things at Camel Toad. Uh, keep listening to the podcast and tell your oh, friends. Uh, phone number. Oh, and of course we have a phone number. We take voicemails. We play voicemails. And if you want to leave a voicemail, it's eight four five three nine three four six two nine. That's what is that spell? Four five E Z E hoax. Yeah, that's right. We'll figure it out. One, we'll get to the bottom of it one day, folks. And, and that's been another bunny years. Uh, stay tuned next week for a, a big celebrity guest. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, a huge one. Gonna be huge. Huge. Famous people are the best. Yeah, it's gonna be. Bulbous. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be bulbasaur. It's and, gonna be swelling. And if we're lucky, it'll evolve into a Venusaur. You know what I'm right, nerds. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, and that's about the end of Bunny Years. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Mechalek Cluckley. And uh, what do we do? What do we do at the end of a Bunny Years? Uh, we program? tell people uh, not to suck too many dicks. But if you do, send pics. And we'll do a thirty thirty about it. Yeah, thirty for thirty about dicks. Find me, gag me, take me to the Bunny Ranch. Hey, Warren and the other dudes who talk about the things I like, keep on keeping on. I don't know, some shit. I listen to your wonderfully eclectic diatribes to and from work as a paramedic. It keeps me sane. Continue your mouth sounds so that I do not succumb to the demons of PTSD. Also, I send Instagram of a box set of Home Alone selling at Walmart for 25 buckaroos.
McLachlan, really? Come on. Hey, what's up, dudes? This is my President Obama impersonation. Hey, what's up, dudes? I'm President Obama. I'm not the president anymore, and that sucks, but yeah, now I'm doing stuff. Right on. I hope you like my impersonation. Peace. Yo, I'm working security, and I got keys to a Boston market. If you guys want to come and <laughs> I almost said, <laughs> come fuck at the Boston market. If you want to come film some shit in the Boston market, I called. I called before about me making my film for Mania the Mania. But I'm doing security over here in the Bronx, 234, 231st, and uh, Broadway. So uh, yeah, if you guys want to come film, I got keys to a fucking Boston market. If I can find some chicken, it's over. All right. A Bunny Ears LLC production. You are freaking lumberjack!